Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. And this week's mini bonus episode is pretty incredible. Obviously, everybody in the Bravo sphere has been going off the handle this week. But before we get into the news, I have to do a little bit of shilling. Please, if you like the show, go to iTunes and rate and review it. And if you don't like the show, keep your dirty, mean comments to yourself because I've been in a K-hole of depression since I have a single negative review. That was quite rude. <laughs> don't go and look unless you're going to comment something nice. So please go to iTunes, give me a nice comment, rate it, review it. That just lets people hear the show, and that's the most important thing. So let's just jump right into it. Andy Cohen is finally a father. We've been reporting on it for, I think, three or four episodes now that Andy had hired a surrogate to give birth to his first son. So on February 4th, 2019, Andy Cohen tweeted a photo of himself with his baby on his chest with the caption, wow, this is my son, Benjamin Allen Cohen. He's nine pounds, two ounces, 20 inches, born at 6.35 p.m. Pacific time. He's named after my grandfather, Ben Allen. I am in love and I am speechless and eternally grateful to an incredible surrogate. And I'm a dad. Wow. So not only did I wake up on Tuesday with like my entire Instagram feed flooded with this gorgeous photo of Andy just like beaming with like love and radiance and joy. 
you know, his name that he chose is iconic. Obviously, it was named after his grandfather, Ben, and Ben is just, like, the cutest name, so I love that. Then he says that he's eternally grateful to his incredible surrogate, which is so sweet, and he's certainly singing a different tune than his uh, friend Jeff Lewis. <laughs> so I'm just really happy for him. I did not like the fact that he gave it a Pacific time uh, for his time of birth. I'm like, Andy, you're a New Yorker. <sighs> okay, I get it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So obviously he moved his nightly talk show to Los Angeles to prep for the baby. So I'm assuming the surrogate gave birth in California as well, which, hey, not bad because New York's weather right now is total crap and I wouldn't want to bring a child into this ugly, rainy, gross city. So this is just really amazing. Obviously Andy is currently single. I mean, as from what we know. So it's a really just a great reminder that you can kind of have children regardless of your like relationship status or your sexuality or your age and I'm just so happy for him and I think it's really exciting. Also I'm just like you know getting back to the name which like I've been you know discussing with people at nauseam recently. I think you know it's such a classic name and I love that he didn't do something like you know some of these housewives have these stupid kid names like Phoenix and Jagger, okay, I'm just pointing on fingers at Dorit, like, you know, Cruz and Hilton, and I don't know, there's so many stupid names that I'm just glad he kind of chose something classic and classy, and that's just so him, and he announced this, and he announced on Thursday that Ben's godfather is Bruce Bozzi, and I actually didn't know that Andy was Bruce Bozzi's daughter's grand, uh, godfather, so I think that's just really sweet as well, and so, as of this current week, they've just been airing pre-tape specials, and then next week I believe they're doing the same, and I'm actually supposed to be going to watch what happens live myself, and I was emailing the person for the tickets, and in the email it said, watch what happens is obviously in Los Angeles for the rest of January, Andy will be taking paternity leave for a few weeks in February, maybe more. Our schedule is TBD at the moment for when we return filming in NYC, and you know what, I really hope he actually takes his time to like you know, love on his baby and just, you know, take the time to be a father. And, you know, I think when a woman has a child, it's with you for nine months. And they say that the husband doesn't really understand the magnitude of what this, like, incredible little bundle of joy is until they see it. So he probably was like, oh, I only need a few weeks off of work. But now hopefully he's like, let me take a few months and actually really you know, create a bond with this baby, and oh my god, I'm just so happy for him, and you know what, he has a few other people who are, who are currently pregnant, so maybe they can get some play dates, you know, Atlanta's housewife Portia Williams, Gretchen Rossi from OC, Mercedes Javid from Shots of Sunset, they're all expecting babies, and this is a perfect segue into the Real Housewives of Potomac star Ashley Darby, who announced that her and husband Michael Darby are pregnant with their first child together. So the two tied the knot back in 2014. You may... <laughs> I really like Ashley and I really like Potomac. You know that if you listen to this show. But Michael Darby is a trash person. So Ashley and Michael announced their pregnancy via a video on Instagram that was like pretty weird. I will definitely say there was like a slow piano music playing in the background. They're both like wearing white and touching each other and smiling and looking into each other's eyes. He has dead eyes though, so side note, it wasn't as romantic as it seemed from his point of view. They were looking at this like fake baby book with like baby's first sonogram, like creepy shit. They're both wearing all like these white outfits and I don't know, it was kind of odd. So they've announced that they are pregnant together 
and I mean good for her she's always wanted that baby on the season three reunion this past year she had said that she had under that she lost baby through a miscarriage so you know obviously they had been trying to have children and you know the stress of having a miscarriage is pretty daunting so it probably was nerve-wracking for her to go to the press that she's finally pregnant however I've been saying it for months, and I actually posted something on December 6th on my Instagram, Bravo Happy Hour, that she looked like she was pregnant. And if you looked at, like, the pictures of that she's been posing, and even at the baby shower, she wore a dress that, you know, kind of concealed her stomach with a bow. And, you know, a girl with her regular body, like, you know, Ashley's always, like, flaunting it. So I could kind of tell that something was maybe happening up there. So Baby Darby is supposed to arrive in July 2019. So, you know, girl's got like five more months of pregnancy. She's showing a little bit now, but she again is so tiny. So she's probably one of those women who gains like 25 pounds, like just in their stomach and you like never see it from behind, which is like my number one fear of having a child because I'm just going to blow up to be like 600 pounds and ugh, I don't need that right now. <laughs> she said Michael took it really emotionally. She said she's not really the most emotional person, but she shed some tears. And then, you know, Michael started crying and he's quite stoic. So when he cries, she started to cry. And then they both just cried together and they're full of joy. So I'm really excited, despite the fact that Michael has like a very questionable past. Um, actually, he made it to episode one of Bravo Happy Hour and then a follow up on episode three where we talked about his, uh, where we talked about his sexual assault. <laughs> charges based on a cameraman charges were dropped which we discussed on episode three but who the fuck knows what happened on there potomac should be coming back for season four sometime in april based on when season two and three both premiered and season three of potomac had a 20 episode arc so i'm really hoping they give them like 22 episodes like come on let's really dive deep into this i i cannot wait speaking of other people with a creepy past Southern Charms star J.D. Madison, sexual assault accuser, is finally speaking out. So a little background for you. August 21st, 2017, Susan Johnson, J.D., and his male friend and another friend gathered at her house for a drink before heading out to a local bar. While there, she then claimed that he broke a glass, and then as she was cleaning it up, he slipped her a drug. She said she then finished the drink and was in and out of conscious. She said she remembers going to the bar but not feeling right while she was there. And then she kind of started getting the idea that she probably was drugged. So approximately a year after the alleged incident, she filed a report for uh, sexual uh, criminal sexual conduct in the first degree, which is a charge that could have 30 years based in prison. So now, five months after the incident report, Susan Johnson is now being charged with filing a false police report of a felony in Madison's case. So she's obviously fighting back, trying to maintain her innocence, saying that these did truly happen. Her lawyers say that she was in severely intoxicated on the night in question, so naturally there are going to be some inconsistencies in her recollection. Such inconsistencies do not make her a liar, and they certainly do not make her a criminal. So she was actually then booked and released on her own recognizance in Charleston on Thursday, according to the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. So this is pretty interesting. I definitely think JD has a shady past, and you can kind of tell he's obviously a part of the old boys club where they think they have no consequences for their actions. You know, back in episode 13, we talked about how he was cashing false checks that he had written out to people. However, when you go after a victim who obviously has some inconsistencies in her story, that is a really triggering thing for some people, and you can kind of re-traumatize true victims and 
also when people feel as if like they're not going to be heard or believed by the court system it makes it even harder for other people who have been in assault situations to ever speak up because they just think oh well you know there were blurry things it might not have happened maybe I'm wrong maybe I did see it incorrectly so I'm not really sure if Susan or JD is telling the truth however I generally side with the victim so then it kind of comes out that Susan reached out to JD via messages and phone calls, but she does not have any recollection of sending those things. So the police is now taking her inconsistencies in her stories and saying that they are definitely false based on the belief that she lied about what happened. So Susan was arrested and her bond was set for 10K, but she has now been released. So JD's rep obviously said something about the arrest. JD Madison was never charged or arrested as the Mount Pleasant Police Department did not find any credible evidence to support her claims. We are grateful for the Mount Pleasant Police Department fully investigating this case and determined that the accusations were completely false. I don't really know what to believe. I really wonder what's going on in the household between JD and his wife Elizabeth. Obviously, he is such a pig in a blanket. Like, I wish he would just get off my screen you know I really love Southern Charm however the show is becoming like truly so problematic with obviously having T-Rev on screen and you know Bravo actually decided to take him off after all his you know sexual assault allegations were coming to light but I wonder if they'll give this motherfucker any screen time because he's just as bad and the thing about him is that he has children who are old enough to consciously read the internet and see what people are saying about their father and read about what their father has done you know at least for Thomas Ravenel's sake you know Saint and Kenzie are still you know innocent children so hopefully by the time that they're cognizant of what kind of man that their father is they at least won't be so in the public eye but who knows these reality shows end up really diluting a lot of like their children's lives <laughs> it's kind of sad but pretty true well, speaking of something that's kind of sad, Tracy Bloom from Don't Be Tardy is obviously the chef for the Zolciak Beerman clan. She honestly is, like, basically the only reason to watch Don't Be Tardy at this point, other than to see, like, the full transformation of the Zolciak Beerman clan's faces. So the chef is officially cancer-free, thank God. She received a surgery for an... This is a god. Anytime I have to talk about medical thing, it's just, like, it shows my ignorance. For a... Oh, it's a hard one, too. Ophorhectonomy, which is defined as a surgical removal of one or both ovaries. So Kim Zolciak Beerman and both Chef Tracy Bloom made it clear that she is hashtag cancer free. So Tracy opened up on Kim's podcast House of Kim about her super personal journey undergoing surgery. She shared she first became aware of her health issues several months back when she woke up in intense pain and ended up in the ER. She was diagnosed with a cyst that was large enough that it needed to be removed in surgery. Tracy then noted on the podcast that she went through some diagnostic tests, which includes ones to see if she had cancer in the wake of the discovery. She posted a really sweet photo on Instagram with the caption, I'm out, yay, the surgery went well, I'm not sure I should be posting, high on hashtag drugs, I'm high. Oh, <laughs> so, so, oh, I'm recovering at home with drugs. Anyway, I want to thank everyone. I read all your DMs, all your comments. Shout out to my family, Kim Zolciak, and Cry, and their million kids. I, I cried in fear all morning, and my best buddy KJ said on FaceTime, you're not going to die. I stopped crying. So much support. Oh, go listen to House of Kim on the podcast. Oh, and then my favorite thing about all of this. She ends it with saying, now that I'm high on drugs and have some free time, you should buy a cameo for me, which is hysterical. <laughs> I'm just glad she's healthy, you know. 
this is a pretty terrible thing that happened to her. But at least she has, like, you know, friends and family. And obviously Kim and Croy are super there for her. And so are the kids. And, you know, as much as I talk shit about Kim, I really love, like, her new little kids. Like, Cash, KJ, Kane, and Kaya. I think they are just so beautiful. And I, I do kind of enjoy watching them grow up on Don't Be Tardy. And Don't Be Tardy is actually back on Bravo February 17th, which is so soon. And crazy like I mean time is flying by and I'm genuinely just surprised we're back on TV can you believe it <laughs> speaking of other people who I was terrified to see on television Ross Inia from Below Deck has been continuing to kind of taunt fans and social media followers about his new potential girl so everybody definitely remembers Crystal Murphy who was the charter guest on the last two episodes of Below Deck this past season and she was an absolute monster so you might remember her for being in the shame cocoon raving about foie gras screaming at Kate telling her she will vomit all over the boat (laughs) screaming at her friends you know (laughs) complaining about basically everything telling Riley to get the fuck out of her room you know, the usual. So she was absolutely insufferable on the trip. The crew hated her, and it was clear as day that her friends hated her. So Ross obviously decided that she was the one he should probably go after. Granted, she has a lot of money. So (laughs) at the season six reunion, they kind of alluded to the fact that Ross and Crystal were seeing each other. And then he said, oh, you know, we hang out every now and then. So yeah, we keep in touch. So Andy, obviously being, you know, the stunt queen that he is, he said, are you guys friends with benefits? And they, yeah, and Ross ended up responding, just benefits, with a laugh. Like, how rude, you're not even friends with a poor girl. So also, the weird thing is, is that Crystal Murphy is married, and her Instagram is public for now, but probably go private pretty soon. But she is married, and she actually went on a podcast called Another Below Deck Podcast, which honestly, do not listen to. These men are true misogynists. I only listen to it because I do this show, so I had to accurately report on it. But one, they start the interview with just saying, Crystal, how does it feel to be such a fucking monster? Like, can you imagine speaking to a woman like that and recording it and putting it on the internet? Like, fucking get hobbies with three grown men. Sorry, I'm venting. Okay, I'm back. So she was saying that... One, she's still with her husband, but also denied having an open relationship, so that was weird. And then she said, when I was on the yacht, I actually did talk talk to Ross, though it was never shown. I was interested with him being from New Zealand, because my friend Lisa, who was on the yacht, was also from New Zealand. And she also said that they have similar tattoos, which is, like, some New Zealand thing. You know, oh my god, so fucking creepy. I cannot believe he is really going after this trash girl, but hey, she's got a ton of money, and she said their boat cost about 20 grand a day, which is fucking crazy, like, 20 grand a day to be filmed, and she said, like, when she was looking on going to a super yacht, she figured out, like, oh, you know, I definitely want to do this, and she was looking at the prices, it was too expensive, and she's like, oh, like, let me think about below deck. Crazy, crazy. Crystal just said, you know, I thought he was cute, and then the trailer came out, Ross DM'd me. So, he slid into those motherfucking DMs, and, you know, I guess good for him. I mean, what a snooze. I wouldn't want to date that bitch. That's so mean, but whatever. Thank you so much for listening to episode 24. I love doing the solo episodes because they're kind of fun, and I can just, like, talk shit for 20 minutes and then go back to my regular life. But definitely check back on Monday for episode 25, 
which obviously we're going to be talking about Ramona Singer, some Alexis Bellino, Classic Marge from New Jersey, obviously LVP from Beverly Hills. It's going to be an amazing episode. Tune in. Thank you for listening. And oh yeah, please go rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mom. I don't care who the fuck you tell. Just help my show get bigger and just so we can create a little community. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.